Wooden Spoon Survivors here, and we're back. We're back. We're back. Again. Again. Yes. Do you want to say your name, or? This is Crystal. Oh, my God. We didn't introduce ourselves on the last episode. Uh... I'm David. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. And we're the Wooden Spoon Survivors. Yeah, we should. We can film an intro and then edit it. Uh, it's fine. Yeah, you know, know, you know who we are. We, you fucking know. You should, and you better know. You fucking better learn today. <laughs> so last learn. episode was amazing. Thorns. Oh, we weren't that funny, I guess, but whatever. But you know what? You know, it's sometimes... such a good one. But that thorn is a thorn. This topic today that we're going to talk is about a is a huge thorn. Thorn for a lot of people, mm. unfortunately. Especially women. So what are we talking about? This is your area of expertise. Yes. I'm a bystander. We, but you have good questions, so I'm ready. Yeah. We're going to talk about infertility. Yes, infertility. The One in eight couples struggle with infertility. Wow, really? Yes. One in eight couples. One in eight couples struggle, struggle with, infertility. with infertility. Yes. That's actually a lot higher number than I thought. Yeah. Holy shit, no wonder your it's, fucking job be popping. <laughs> it's unfortunately very common. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a huge thorn. A yeah. huge thorn. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah. And like, at least humans are starting to be aware of how insensitive our humani- humanity is. Yes. So please don't ever ask someone. When are they going to have kids? Yes. Or are they trying? Because what if they, first of all, they may not even want to have kids. And then that's a whole like weird, sub, like weird conversation. Yes. There's actually like, I see some girls on TikTok that like their her whole talk, TikTok is yeah. about how she like got so much hate for so long. She's around my age about not wanting kids. And she's like, look at all the amazing things I've done. Yeah, I've traveled it's everywhere. For everybody. It's not. So there's two sides, right? There's right. the actual issue of infertility. And then there's like the society standard for like if you should want even want kids because we all know david moniz is not ever having kids no i'm not having kids i don't want kids Mm-mm. it's not worth the energy or time for me it's not for you it's not for me it's not for and everybody at least i'm okay with that i've never really <laughs> dealt with too much because i think i'm a man yeah but like women it's yes. so much like when are you gonna have kids um having a hard time going to baby showers that's a big so that would be that's the thorn thorn. would be anything baby related so i've heard actually one of my one of the girls on my instagram i saw made a comment about something like that and i'm like oh my god wait till our fertility episode comes out because i feel like it's really important to make sure that women know that we're here for them because it's okay if you can't go to that baby shower because of it's a thorn. Yeah. It's and and what I hope everyone's what listened to our old episode or previous episode. If not, go back and listen. We have the most utmost sympathy for you. I'm sorry you're going through it, but it's still like your job to heal from this. Yeah. You know, whether you can have kids or not, it's your job to like yeah. Heal from that trauma. However, we're going to talk to, what what are some other triggers that you've seen like your Um passion? well like people avoiding family functions. Who oh, because are actively they ask? struggling to get pregnant because oh people are asking God. them all the time. Yeah. Like, when's, when are you going to have a baby? Or, like, people who had a child and they're struggling to get pregnant with their second child, that does happen. <coughs> and, you know, when are you going to have the next one? Like, you know, it's 
it's none of your, it's no one's business. Like I think just be could, happy if it happens and if well, it doesn't leave it alone. Yeah, just well, and it's like it's not our place to ask other people about their personal no lives like that. No, and if they want you to know that they're struggling with infertility, they will tell you. Yeah, because not everybody wants to tell it because it's a fucking thorn for them. Yes, <clears throat> and some you would be like so many of my patients they um, tell us like we're keeping this a secret from our family like they don't want their family to know that they're going through fertility treatment well, there's so much emotion there's there. so because much what stigma if it fails because then you know you have the woman thinking or like even the couple thinking like this all happens we get pregnant and there's still such a Huge. high chance for people oh gosh, that it doesn't go horrible. through all the way and having a baby you know is easy for some people and having a baby just is almost nearly impossible for some people yeah and so like just assume everyone's in that category of not being able to have kids in a way that would be the safe way to go yeah i would right yeah i'm not necessarily good at dancing around other people's traumas because i'm like just fucking deal with it but this is one of those things that's really out of your control well and if you're it's aware, so hard to heal from yeah absolutely so, like if you're aware and you're like oh you know what this person might be struggling with infertility and i don't yeah. know you're, yeah. and you're not gonna ask no because you're aware of it yes but how many of like older generations oh yeah oh sweetie when are you guys gonna have a baby when are you gonna have a baby yeah when are you gonna have a little mini you running around when am i gonna be a grandma yeah that's the big one when are you gonna gonna make make me a grandma grandma? and it's like it's like bitch didn't you well i guess the dumb bitch wouldn't would have had kids just fine probably (laughs) but like you know what i'm saying it's like you went through childbirth oh god and you don't know how well there's we've never had issues in our family with infertility ew that, that's a thing these are things that ew. people say yuck well no one else in our family because has you're a woman and you cannot have a baby does not make you any less than no it's a it fucking shitty card you were dealt that now you have to fucking deal and with. and guess what one third of the time that they are struggling with infertility uh-huh. it's because of the man yeah but the patriarchy doesn't want you to know that because men semen are fucking ironclad well here's another interesting thing so most cultures, <clears throat> most cultures, mm-hmm. the pressure is on the woman. However, I did actually, a, I actually did a presentation on this at my last oh job. Oh my God, this is fascinating. About right? different cultures and how they're like the thought of infertility and like all this. The one culture that I, that I found out about, there might be more out there, but the one culture that I came to find that the man was stigma, like was given the hard time oh. was Latino culture. Really? But think about it. Machismo. Uh-huh. What's up, dude? It doesn't work right. You can't get you can't knock her up. What's going on? Be, and but also in, like tech, like a lot of Latina women are so fertile. <laughs> like exactly. at least from what I've seen. Right. Yeah. I don't know. They're not one of the bigger statistics. populations. Exactly. That you with. showed me like the breakdown of yes. of populations and it was like white was number one or Indian. Um, so Asian Oh, it was Asian um, Indian. Asian Indian then white caucasian i don't yeah there and there's probably more that they just haven't done studies on yeah you're totally right you yeah, know but that's like the data that we got to look at i remember it was like asian indian white and unfortunately african-american women are not very much represented in these studies because they right. don't have the access or they don't get treated the same as other cultures when it comes to fertility treatment oh absolutely yeah and we do do we have a whole fucking episode <laughs> just that or does that tie into this one um I mean, we could go into disparities in other, we sh- yeah. But but I mean, they are important. unfortunately they're not represented well. Yeah, in absolutely. the data. Yeah, 
so, thousand percent. And yeah. that's something they taught you in school. Yeah. Yeah. So. So we don't know the exact numbers, but we know that from what we've seen in studies, Latino women don't have the biggest issue out of other and this is cultures. Just, yeah. And this is based on what we can gather, right? Yeah. Unfortunately, as we all know, there are some cultures that are not that may live in other places more than other cultures and they don't get that same representation. They don't get the same care as other races. Yeah. So like if you're Latina and having pregnancy issues, like that's okay. Well, And there's a stigma, like they don't want to talk about it. And this is, this is just across the board. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's, uh, but you see also, this is such a, it's such a touchy topic, which is why I'm really happy that we're going over yeah. it because I feel like even if like something triggers you in this episode, or if I say something that you think is harsh, like it's your responsibility to heal from this. Um, at the end of the day, like we're a trying to wait, wait, uh, raise awareness of yes. how this is a touchy subject. Cause I, my heart goes out to people that want kids and can't have them. Yeah. Um, and, and there's then, so many people that would be like amazing parents yeah i know and they struggle so much yeah so raising the awareness of this and just trying to teach people Mm -hmm. like or trying to teach women like it's okay that you're having these issues you don't blame yourself like right it's okay like and there's so much science that's still looking into like why women have premature ovarian failure so that's like at an age of you know, after you turn 35, then you're considered to have your A quality starts to go down after 35. Okay. So it's not the quantity, it's the quality, right? Okay. And you do have less eggs as you get older as well. Okay. So it does kind of tie in a little bit together. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why like more, more women are more prevalent to having like miscarriages after the age of 35 or having a baby with Down syndrome potentially because the egg quality is not as good. Mm -hmm. So sometimes your body is like, "Mm, this isn't a good egg. And that's why you either don't get pregnant or you might have a miscarriage. There's no, nobody knows why miscarriages happen, but it is, there is a thought that potentially like it wouldn't have worked out or it wouldn't have been a good embryo. Yeah. Cause I mean, that's a sign that it wasn't going to be a good embryo because you had complications. Yeah. And in IVF, like we'll go into that, but like, yeah, there's things that we look at with embryo grading and they do testing of the embryos, which is not a hundred percent, but it's usually a good screening tool. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's kind of back up a little bit because yeah. so one thing that people don't really talk about a lot, and I'm a kind of a weirdo because I'll talk with people. And again, I try not to because I don't want to assume that people want to have kids. Yes. Um, but something that people can do um, if they know that they want to have kids in the future, but they don't have a partner currently or like they may want to choose to be a single parent down the road. So for women, you can freeze your eggs. And what does that process look like? So basically you're going to do IVF treatment without <clears throat> using sperm. Oh, and then they just collect the they eggs. They go in there, there, they get the sperm. The, oh my God. <laughs> They go in there and they get the eggs. Wow. I know. They go in there and get the sperm. <laughs> they might if Sounds it's Sounds like my part-time job. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. There's going to be sexual jokes. That's this. okay. We take all the fun out of reproducing, so let's make it somewhat <laughs> oh funny. Oh, I'll do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so No one puts the fun in reproducing like me. Okay. okay. <laughs> so I put the you... pro in reproduce. <laughs> oh, my God. So... <laughs> 
Street. That was so good. Oh my god. I put the pro to reproduce. Oh, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I snorted. I snorted. <laughs> the person who doesn't want kids is the I know. pro. Well, in- <laughs> like I said, if people ask me if I'm trying to have kids, I always say yes. I'm trying very hard. Okay. Sorry, guys. <laughs> I try hard. Very, so, very hard to have kids. If you're getting close to 30. <laughs> yeah, okay. If you're getting close to 30, you know your like lifelong dream is to have a family or to have kids. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you're like, I'm still working on my career. Yeah. Or like, I haven't. I don't have my lifelong partner. I don't have a person I want to have kids with. Yeah. But I know I want to have kids. Yeah. Egg freezing is great. Um, the technology has come a long way as well. Um, so, like, you could freeze your eggs. And you're talking to, like, our generation right now. Yeah. So, um, they're, look into your insurance. Maybe your insurance covers it. If it doesn't, um, sometimes you can look into programs out there for, like, medication to get you a discount for egg freezing. Um, oh, there's that one company that I cooked for. Corks. corks with, oh, Corks with the Cade Foundation. The Cade Foundation. Yeah. Amazing people. Yes. They were so sweet. So there's a lot of organizations yeah. out there. They like, give, they like raffled away like free IVF and shit. Yeah. yeah. They're great. Um, And then some, some clinics will offer financing. Yeah. So, I mean, like, there's options out there if mm-hmm. you don't have insurance coverage. It is pricey, though, right? It is. It depends on where you go. It can be it can be pricey. Yeah. Um, it just depends. So, some places can be as much as, like, 15000 or Holy fuck. Or it could for be... For a more. kid? That's for egg freezing. You got me So, when you're younger, the up. thought is you'll get more eggs. Yeah. I get it. If it's that important to you, holy fuck. Good for I mean, you. people, like, go on vacations, like... And probably spend close to that. True, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, again, it's like, where does vacation? What's the important kid? Like, <laughs> for me, I'm like, uh, fifteen thousand dollar vacation or a fucking shit. Putting yourself through yeah. the hormones. No, no, no. And... I mean, I make jokes, but like, that's a really good thing because I, who knows about age? Because not think a lot of people know okay, about so freezing. I know people who are like my mom's age mm-hmm. who never had kids, but and they, they want them. They have said like, oh, you know, it just never was in the cards for me because they never found someone. Yeah. But you don't even need to do egg freezing. If you're like, I'm 31 and I'm ready to be a single mom, uh-huh. you can get donor sperm and do inseminations with donor sperm. Ah, oh, I see. But if you want, so there's, there's a lot of options. There's now. options. Yeah. Yeah. So now, where, where would you say someone should look into these options? Like at IVF treatment places or the like online? I mean, or? do your research. Okay. There's a lot of different places you can go. Like IV, like look up IVF treatments, maybe like different treatments. Yeah. That you can get? Okay. So like if I think the first thing to do is to see how your ovarian reserve is. Go get that tested. Yeah. So okay. if you, so you first off, if you don't already have like a fertility clinic in mind, mm-hmm. talk to your OBGYN and say, hey, like I'm thinking about fertility preservation. I thought you got an OBGYN when you're pregnant. Or for women's stuff. Oh, family I didn't planning, know that. birth control. I had no idea. Yeah. Well, I'm a guy. So That's I, okay. Yeah. Now you know. So you can I thought your regular doctor just did that shit. They could. Oh, but it. usually it's your OBGYN. Nice. Yeah. What does that sound for? Obstetrics gynecologist. Uh, oh, it's a gynecologist. That's the GYN part. Got it. So the GYN part is like the lady parts 
and obstetrics is the pregnancy part. Okay, I saw this comedian <laughs> do a bit on how like she thinks that it's like reverse sexism, but she thinks that men shouldn't be OBGYNs. Why? I don't know. I kind of agree a little bit. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. It's a little creepy. But I mean, most of the doctors that I work with are male. I know, but why are you like, I'm going to be a man and I'm going to... Because it's not about vaginas. Like, that's not even the problem. Like, Maybe, yeah. Maybe you have better insight. But I, I don't know. I think looking into girls' vaginas all day is a little weird. It's like it's looking a little at assholes all day, probably. It's, once you're so you're so used to it, it's not even a big deal. Yeah, probably, you're, you're probably so right. interested <laughs> to see what's going on inside. I know that's the that, creepy part. No, like there's a problem happening, and that's I want to. All straight men want to know. I want to. I want to solve this problem, and I'm so good at what I do. I think I can help this person. I think the same thing. <laughs> see, that's like saying that uh, I don't even know I'm where totally we're going with, with this. <laughs> no, I just thought that was a funny thing. But yeah, OBGYN, got it. Go to OBGYN. Tell them that you're reserves, ovarian reserve, so you could do a few tests. So blood test wise, there's some like companies out there I've been seeing on TikTok that say they'll do a test for you. Um, usually the blood test is an anti-malarian hormone test, AMH. And if you're day two or three of your period, you could do estradiol and fol follicle stimulating hormone. So those tests will kind of give you an idea of what your fertility picture is at that moment. Oh, in time. Yeah. Got it. And um and if you go to a fertility clinic, they'll do it one step further sometimes and they'll do an antral follicle count between mm. days two and four of your period. And that's to see like what your ovaries are looking like. How many follicles do you have on your ovaries? And growing? follicles are eggs or not? So follicles are the sacs on your ovaries that the eggs develop in. So when you do IVF treatment, you start injections the hormones. It's like it's the way I explain it to my patients. Usually everyone has a follicle every month when you have your period. You're you get one or two lead follicles that develop. Oh, okay. And one of those follicles will be the egg that gets ovulated. Okay. At the right time. So when the ovulation happens, it sends a signal to your body like, hey, the egg's out. Get shit ready. So if you have sex when that egg shoots out and or you have sex right before it happens. Mm -hmm. um, sperm can live in the body for up to five days. I hate that. So it's just chilling. Like, what's I up? I'm waiting that. on that egg. And that's when what it. it? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> nope. But yeah, but that's that's for real. Like, sperm can live up to five <clears throat> days. So if you're trying to not get pregnant and you're not using protection and you're doing the pull and pray method, just don't have sex at all around that time. <laughs> that doesn't pull out. Works what? It's like 75% 70... effective. Yeah. So if you're willing to 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 gamble that 25%. Also, there's no fun in that. What? Just get on birth control. Finish inside. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, some people don't like birth control because the hormones make them feel weird. True. Well, the guys can condoms. get stuff too. Yeah. Ew. I yeah. mean, there's options out there, guys. There is. There is. IUDs. There's so many things. Yeah. But this is not that conversation um <laughs> so okay so the follicles right you get one and that that's what goes and pew, and that shoots the egg out so when you do ivf treatment mm -hmm. you're taking these injections usually it's about two to three injections a day um and instead of just one follicle growing 
all of them. There's a shit ton of them that are Ew. growing. And I've seen I've seen someone have like over 50 follicles. That's disgusting. Usually they're really young. That's like in their early 20s. Alien shit. But so what happens is all those follicles are growing. And then you get, once the lead couple are like at a certain size, then we're like, okay, we're getting there. We're getting there. Then they do a trigger injection and that's to finalize, like finalize the maturization of those eggs because mm-hmm. we want the mature eggs. So the bigger the follicle, the more chance. No childish eggs. No, we don't want immature eggs. No. That's literally what we call them. Childish. Immature. Mm. Yeah. So. Petty little bitch They'll eggs. go in <laughs> two days later. <laughs> to t- extract the eggs from the ovarian from the ovaries the ovarian <laughs> sounds like a building yeah from the, from ovaries. the ovaries do you want me to tell you how they do that no absolutely can i not. just tell the people then yeah so they use a probe a vaginal like ultrasound probe don't they have to go through the fallopian tube no so they actually inject <clears throat> so they take a needle and the needle goes through the vagina through Ew. the canal into the ovary and it suctions out the eggs. That's disgusting. That's what they do. Ugh. And then what happens is, is when the eggs come out, like it's like a vacuum little tube. There's someone there from the IVF lab and they're counting the eggs. And they're like, okay, we got one, two. They start counting them out. And then <clears throat> the Ew. day you have the procedure, they'll usually tell you how many eggs they got. But the mm. next day they'll tell you like, okay, out of that many eggs, this many were mature. These many were immature. There's some that are like abnormal. They're not mature so or immature. They could fr- to get your eggs frozen. It would that would just stop at that. point. It would stop there, and they yes. just be frozen, and you go along your merrily way. And yes, you have a kid when you're 40 with some other or donor sperm or with or a partner. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, but if you're doing IVF with a partner, mm-hmm. it's the sperm gets either if this if the guy has a good semen analysis, like his swimmers are good, they're mm-hmm normal they don't look funky Mm -hmm. they don't have two tails they're not circle swimmers you know like that (laughs) they could do just conventional ivf is where they drop the sperm into like a petri dish with the egg and let it let it do its thing but if they don't have very good sperm quality then they'll actually inject the good sperm that they find directly into the egg and that's called icky it because it's icky (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, I hate myself. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Yeah. So you can just like your eggs are trash, your sperm is trash, but let me pick the good ones and we can make a not trash baby. Yes. That's fucking crazy. But <clears throat> so then what happens, right? <clears throat> and I'm sorry, I totally skipped over in intrauterine insemination. I'll go back to that. Cause not everyone needs IVF. Sometimes you just need a little bit of help ovulating because some women don't ovulate. So they need medication to help them ovulate. And that's all they need? Like their uterus and shit is fine? Everything else looks good. Uh, and sometimes people have problems with their uterus. So like yeah. there's a lot of different... Yeah. It starts with the ovarian testing, right? To see how your ovaries if look. You're, if you don't have the good eggs coming, then that's the start, right? Right. <laughs> right. But sometimes people have problems with their uterus. Some people have... Their fallopian tubes are blocked. Some people don't even have fallopian tubes. I thought you'd die if you don't have a fallopian No. Oh, no. That's from ruptures. You could die from a fallopian tube rupturing in an ectopic pregnancy or hydrosalpinx. There's like different things that could happen. Oh my God. But yes. You're so so smart. (laughs) Yeah. Hydrophallics. Stop. I hate it when that happens. (laughs) So. Yeah. 
So yeah. So what was I saying? Oh yeah. So uterus could be a problem. Mm-hmm. Some people might have a bicornuate uterus. Mm-hmm. So like it Bi kind means of, two. It, yeah. So instead of being just cornean, the corn like a so the corns of the uterus. You have corns in your uterus. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. So I'm gonna draw a picture of a uterus for David, guys. And I'm sorry. no, I know what a uterus looks like. You know what a uterus. Like yeah, this? yeah, it's the okay. weird thing with. And then here's like the fallopian tubes. There's the ovaries. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. so this part, so like it should be like this, right? It should be smooth on the top, the fundus, which is the top of your uterus. The fundus. Yes, that's where the baby implants. That's where the that's when the implantation happens. So the egg and the sperm meet in the fallopian tube, and they travel. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so it happens there. I thought everything happened in the uterus. No. So mm. egg and sperm meet in, in the fallopian tube. That's why ectopic pregnancies happen. Oh, happen. that makes sense. Okay. Because it just chills there and it doesn't go anywhere. No, 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 no. You got you got to keep going, bro. You got to move into the uterus. Not you. So then it goes here. Assuming and... the gender already. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> so usually mm-hmm. it's supposed to implant here on top. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people have an issue where it's not smooth on the top. It actually goes down like a heart shape. Like this. Oh, they have a heart-shaped uterus. That's cute. It's cute, but it's not good. <laughs> yeah, like love. So it's what cute, happens? But it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry, I'm so sorry. So right. what happens is the implantation's not happening because yeah, yeah, this yeah. bullshit's so it here. It doesn't stick, or what happens? Yeah, it's it's not sticking. But doesn't that it's still being fertilized? So what? Or do, it just comes out. It doesn't work. Yeah, like with your period, you just don't ever. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So the signal, like, there's. HCG is not happening. That's so. Sometimes people have biochemical pregnancies when they have like yeah. a positive HCG, but then like we check it, it's it's There's a weird. In there. Okay. Yeah. It's yeah. And so when this happens, people have to have a procedure called a hysteroscopy. Oh, I've heard of that one. Yeah. So they go in with a camera into the uterus. What is it called when you get your uterus removed? Hysterectomy. It's very close. Yeah. Right, okay. Oscopy. Cool. We're looking like a scope. Yeah. Like a ectomy telos- is we're getting it out of there ectomy yeah cut it out so hysteros people go in there if they see this is an issue they might be able to get rid of this and place a balloon in here and this is just what? me talking from like what i've heard i'm not 100 percent accurate on this so you're don't not a judge surgeon me. We get it, yeah. i'm not a surgeon so usually they do that to they try basically to help. smooth it out somehow. yeah got it okay. and the hope is that this is not going to grow back but okay. sometimes those motherfuckers grow back yeah yeah that's crazy so there's women out there who have to multiple surgeries on their uterus. And sometimes what happens is if they're fortunate enough, they will end up having to use a surrogate. Oh, okay. But it's very expensive. Got it. Very expensive. Yeah. But it's not impossible, but it just, yeah. It's, it, it takes a lot of commitment. There's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. There's so much. Okay, cool. So... so Okay, so where were we? We were talking about the uterus can be an issue. And also, so freezing eggs. We talked about freezing eggs. That's a good choice. Yeah, I mean, there's no like... So what do you say to other people that are having a hard time right now? That are trying to get pregnant on their own and they're struggling? Yeah, so that could be an issue. What's like the next step, I guess, of IVF that could be an issue? So if you're struggling to get pregnant on your own, Mm -hmm. it's... I believe if you're under the age of 35, I want to say it's either a year and a half to two years. And this, don't quote me, um, 
We're not giving medical advice infertility. to anyone for yeah. legal reasons. Yeah. We're solely speaking from an educated place. Yes. So if you're struggling, talk to your OBGYN about it. Right. So it was get get the ovarian shit scanned. Yeah. If you're like, I know I want to have kids in the future, but I'm not planning on it right now. Mm-hmm. Or you want to do family planning. Look into freezing. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're actively trying to get pregnant mm-hmm. and you're, it's not, it's not happening and it's been quite some time. Don't let it be years that goes by. You want to get on that shit soon. Get on it. because And make your man take a fucking sperm test. Yeah. Go get a fucking semen analysis, bro. Because they're 33.3% of the issue. Yes. Exactly. Go into that. About how, like you said, there's only one culture, which where the guy is like, put the pressure on. Yeah. But a lot of cultures, it's the woman that has a pressure on them. And what has recent studies showed? That it's that almost like 50-50. It's almost 50-50. Yeah. You said there's like one third. So one, one third, third man, mm-hmm. one, third one third woman. One third female and one third unexplained. So we don't know why it's not It's no one's out. fault. It's yes. just fucking bullshit. It's exactly. Yeah. So like the women, and it is like a lot of the time it's like. The pressure's on the woman. The pressure's like on the, the women, especially in America, regardless of culture, like the pressure's on the woman. Yes. So you feel like you're, you feel like what's wrong with me? Why can't I do this? This should be the easiest thing that I could do. False. That Reproducing is... should be natural. It no. should be nope. so easy. Nope. But, is... but these are the thoughts that are going Absolutely. through these Absolutely. And minds. I'm telling that's I'm trying to comfort them yes. right now and be like, no, you are wrong. Um, <laughs> it is hard to, the, to think of. You just went through like. So many things that could be wrong. In like five seconds that just have to deal with the very beginning just of pregnancy the actual structure yeah. that needs to be <laughs> like there. the amount of things that need to go right to have a baby is insane the fact just the baby that fucking sperm in the egg meeting is like miraculous right because it there's so many things that could make it not happen yeah so please so don't beat don't yourselves don't up beat yourselves up okay we're gonna take a break and we'll get back more into this yeah let's do it okay And we're back, you guys. We're Thank you. Back, bitches. And we're back. So, like I was saying, if you're struggling to get pregnant, please do not wait years yeah. to reach out and get help. And yeah. if you don't want to tell people and you're like embarrassed to tell your family or your friends, it's then just okay. that okay. Your par- I hope that your partner is supportive of you. If not, maybe you should get a therapist. Yeah. And or confide in someone that you think would be understanding in your life about this. Also, don't go into a relationship when you guys are not seeing eye to eye on the kids situation. Just oh, that's that a big there. thing. Like, Talk about kids because, first. like, well, like, like you said, it's not only important to like not wait years. But, like, a lot of people will talk to them and, like, oh, I do want kids. And the other one will be, like, I don't want kids. And they'll just kind of, like, eh, I guess Maybe we'll cross, I could change I'll him. cross that bridge when we get there. No. That's a big thing. That's red like, flag. You, yeah. I mean, not even, like, yeah, red flag for you, right? Because a red flag for me would be someone that's, like, I really want kids. No, no, no. I know. But you get what I'm saying? I'm saying it's, like, a red flag on the relationship. Yes. Like, y'all need yeah, to yeah. work that out. Yeah. So. It's not, like, a first date don't, question. Don't but... wait. Because you guys got to, like. <laughs> I think what we need to like grind into people's like heads is like you got to plan. Here's a head. Hell you yeah, like, you do have to plan. Okay, so um, okay, yeah. So please don't wait years. Yeah. Because unfortunately, women don't. We don't. We don't have a lot of time. Neither do men. 
And that is a new thing. So before we thought, oh, sperm's good forever. (laughs) No, it's not actually. Fucking dumb bitches. There's studies that are showing that there's a lot of mental health problems that are related to. Old sperm. Yeah. Basically Mm -hmm. like children who were fathered by men that are over like 60. As soon as your sperm starts shitting out, like you just shouldn't have kids. Well, there's other things out there that you can do. The, here's we're gonna get into that i know what you're thinking <laughs> i know what you're thinking <laughs> and it's hard but we can't is it we I'm can't say <laughs> we can't tell people <laughs> we can't that was tell a good ass one bitch <laughs> <laughs> we cannot tell people who who and who can't have oh i hundred one thousand percent you judgmentally yes you can but that's not our place. And this it's is something, not our place. It's and it's something place. that I've had to. Around, no, no, no. Yeah. And this is something that I've had to tell myself over and over in my career. Because trust me, when I say. You have to be objective. I can be an asshole and be funny about it. There's but so you many. Have to, like, yes. Be okay. We literally. Yeah. It's not our place. Yeah. No, it's not. There's so many. Like, there's so many people out there. Like, oh my God. That you think. But we oh my can't. God, bitch, we can't. We can't. But yeah. that's just like anyone on the street. Yeah. But they fucking have no problem having children. Yeah. So we're not over here like, hey, you, you person with a lot of mental health issues and you definitely need to work on yourself. You should not have kids, but you're over here popping them out like it's nothing. Yeah. Unfortunately, there's not, we can't do anything about that. Nope. And same thing with people who can, who have the access to make babies. Yeah. You know, anyways. Yeah, 1000%. So don't wait, guys. So if you're having issues getting pregnant on your own, it could be a structural issue like we just talked about. Mm-hmm. Could be male partner. Which we did talk about. There's yes. a test you can do for that. Go get a semen analysis. Go to your urologist. urologist. You're, if you have an HMO, you probably have to go to your primary care physician first and to they will give a you a referral. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you have a PPO plan, you can just go directly. It's great. Um, mm-hmm. pod- I bet you a lot of people didn't know that. But anyway, so a urologist. For your PP. Oh. (laughs) Urologist is who you need to go to if you're a man and you have problems with your leka and sperm. So that's like ED and and Yeah, erectile dysfunction in. Dysfunction. Erectile dysfunction. Dysfunction getting in. Um, So so some people are like, well, what about, what do you do? Uh, dysfunctioning dysfunction getting Getting it it in in. that's true that's funny so what happens if the sperm is not good right okay so some here are some things that can affect sperm quality men who wear really tight pants me men who have a lot of heat coming to their package me so like hot tubs all the time hot baths me um smokers people who do drugs Yes. Me. Marijuana. <laughs> Marijuana, cigarette smoke, alcohol. Me. Yes. Holy um, shit. I bet you my sperm is just fucking all <laughs> fucked. You got a lot of circle swimmers. They're all Multiple circles. tails, they're multiple rain- They're doing rainbows down there. <laughs> so, um, so there's vitamins that men can take for their sperm. Really? Yeah, there's some vitamins out there. I like how women go through all this bullshit and men take vitamins. I mean, there's vitamins for women too. Okay. There is, but there's vitamins for men. Um, there might be an issue structurally with their testicles. They might have a varicocele, which is like when one of the 
vas deferens seminal, mm-hmm. the tubule, you know, the stuff where the sperm has to travel through to get out. Yeah. Um, there's could be issues there with the plumbing, basically. Um, you know what I always found fascinating? What? This is so off topic. What? Is if you get like a snip. What uh-huh, is that called? A vasectomy. If you get a vasectomy, you still like sperm still comes out. That's semen. I, it's that's, different. No, but it's still weird to me. Yeah. It's, it's weird, just right? The ju- you know it's just the juice. Ew. <laughs> okay. But there's no swimmers in there. But sometimes it happens. <clears throat> and you can get a vasectomy. They jump the fucking... I don't know, but right. there's some weird shit out there. <laughs> I just thought that was a side thought. Like they're like, well, okay. So talking about jumping, so sometimes p- people have. Okay, so maybe not a lot of people know this, but your ovaries are not connected to your fallopian tubes. So what? some, yeah. So a lot of people think that your ovaries are legitimately like connected. Your ovaries could just go swimming. So your in ovaries your are kind of just abdomen? they're kind of floating in there a little bit. Oh, that's weird. And then they're like so close though to the fallopian tube. So at the end of the fallopian tube, there's called fimbrae and it's kind of like finger like motion. So when you ovulate an egg, I hate this kind of shoots out, right? We talked about it shooting out of the follicle and those fallopian tube kind of have like a pulsating motion to suck the egg into there. Okay, God fucked up there, or whoever you think designed humans. Like, just attach it, <laughs> lazy ass. But here's the thing. Check this out. So we have, there has been instances where someone is, let's say they don't have a egg, or they don't have a fallopian tube on their left side. Either they weren't born with it, something yeah. could have happened. Okay. So when we do insemination, and I'll talk about that in a second, um, IUI, um, we monitor with ultrasound. So we watch the eggs ovaries to see where's this egg coming from oh what side yeah okay so if the egg is gonna shoot out from the side that doesn't have a fallopian tube we usually don't do the iui because that's like a waste of your money however we still tell you to have sex because even though you don't have a fallopian tube on that side there have been cases where, where the, egg the egg can go all the way to the other side and what go is, through the right side. That's fucking insane. Crazy, what right? is that area where like it's not just a, like it's not just like your your fucking what's it called ovary and then the hole and it just goes into your body or is there like an encapsulated I mean it's in your pelvic region. It's all in your pelvic but, region. But there okay. are there has been cases where women have had ectopic pregnancies outside oh my god yeah those are very rare no so rare yes so dangerous but so rare it happens very rare though crazy so yeah i mean that's what i'm just trying to like look at how many fucking things can get fucked up it's not your problem it's not not your issues this stuff is hard it's so hard like so okay okay, so we talked about male factor yes structurally there could be problems we're going into iui yes so what does that sound for? So before we get to IUI, got it. So okay. if you're having issues ovulating and the sperm's okay, the sperm quality is good, you could do timed intercourse. Right. So like yeah. they could so usually what they'll do is they'll give you medication to help you ovulate. And then once that follicle, they'll monitor your follicle with ultrasound, or they'll tell you to monitor at home with LH testing kits. And can we go into like some of the mental difficulties when it comes to that? Yes. Because I feel like that's, I mean, a lot of people are probably going through that, right? Like, yeah. It kind of takes the fun out of. It does take the fun out. Like, what have you kind of obviously don't like. 
hip so, hop, but what have you kind of noticed as a part of that, like the mental health part? So the testing for that, it's it's draining mentally because you're testing your urine in the morning and it's like, okay, you're going to test and then you're like, okay, I'm looking for either two dark lines, not a COVID test, but LH test, <laughs> or I'm looking for a solid smiley face. They have different tests. So different kits do different things. The most popular one is the clear blue ovulation predictor kit that does a digital smiley face. So every time you're peeing on this stick around the time frame you're supposed to, and you're getting nothing, it's like, fuck, you get pissed. And then because you can't get that D. <laughs> yeah I'm and then you're this. putting your and then like then you feel like you're putting your partner through all this shit because you're like oh and like, <clears throat> we gotta do it today we gotta do it today we gotta do it we gotta do it and like then right that's now. extra pressure to actually do it yeah oh my god yes so and then it's like you're doing it you're everything's timed right you get that solid smiley face you're like okay tonight it's happening or it's happening this morning whenever yeah. you want to have sex and then it's like not just one time but let's do it again tomorrow and then maybe the next day um that's just a normal and week, then baby. It doesn't happen all the time. It's a <laughs> Can I tell you? It gets exhausting. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> Anyways. Um, You're like, I'm good today. I don't care. <laughs> no, but like that, to me, that would be a lot of mental distress it's a lot. on both people. Yes. And it's so sad. And then two, two weeks later, do a pregnancy test because you're not going to wait for your period because you're counting the days. Right. And then you get a negative test. Yeah. And then it's like all over again. Sometimes. Yeah. yeah. There's people doing this shit for years. How do you have fun? <sighs> well, it I'll... takes so much fun out of sex. It does. And that's from, that's the scariest thing. Cause I, I always say like, once the sex starts becoming bad or something wrong with the sex, there's something very bad with the relationship. It gets very stressful on couples for oh, sure. For sure. Man, that's so sad. Yeah. So, so there's that. You could do it at home with the kits, the testing. Or if you do it with insemination, mm -hmm. IUI, um, intrauterine insemination. So they're going to give you inject, they'll give you medication to help you ovulate unless you're good there. And like, let's say you're a lesbian couple and you're using donor sperm. Mm -hmm. You're not having issues with ovulation. Yeah. You just need to have someone inject the sperm at the right time. Mm -hmm. So it, you could do either way, but they'll monitor you. And you'll also do this testing at home with the P tests, like I was saying, because if you have a positive surge, you need to like go to your clinic that same day and do blood work and usually an ultrasound to confirm, oh yeah, you're, you're get you're like so close because usually then they'll schedule the insemination. So with donor sperm, they'll do, they'll follow the sperm or your husband or your partner. Or yeah. So like if you're a couple and you're, you, then your husband will need to go in or your partner and leave his sample in the morning and then they'll clean it up make sure not clean it up no literally excuse me they literally what, they just get rid of all over the wall and they're just no. like oh let me clean this up they for you? take the sperm <laughs> and they clean it they make sure they get rid of all the oh! circle swimmers and it's literally such a tiny amount that comes out and it's concentrated oh okay so it's like all the good shit i just want the good stuff yeah so then they'll go in and they'll put a little catheter into oh the uterus God. and they literally deposit the sperm in there. What is the person's name job that does that? An andrologist. Okay. Yeah, like it's, it's a legitimate job. I like sperm cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to tell my andrologist <laughs> that worked that. You're like, mm. 
I'm a sperm cleaner. <laughs> Ew, that could be a lot of things. Now that I think about it. <laughs> Anyways. Cool. So, yeah. So you can do insemination. Mm-hmm. And, you know, insemination, you'd have to do a, a good amount of them, to be honest. Why is that? They're not as successful. Interesting. But I have patients getting pregnant from inseminations a lot. Oh, okay. But it's not, it's it's definitely like you have to give it a few goes. Interesting. And some insurance companies require you to fail six cycles of IUIs or three cycles before oh. they will cover IVF treatment. That makes sense, actually. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're really fucked up. We really need to actually do this yeah. instead of like wasting the money. On yep. It. Yeah, that makes sense. Yep. So, um, basically that's insemination. So that's kind of like the next step from like, if it's not working out at home with timed intercourse, Mm -hmm. um, you get inseminated, then you can go to doing insemination. And usually something they'll check again. Remember, we want to make sure like your structural self is all good. Like your uterus and fallopian tubes are working good. Uh So you could do what's called a hysterosalpingogram. So what they'll do is they'll put dye into the uterus uh-huh. and they'll do an x-ray and they'll watch the dye. They want to see the dye spill out of the fallopian tubes. So they know, okay, these fallopian tubes are open. Everything looks good. The into uterus the looks good. Region. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, they have you take like prophylactic antibiotics for it, but mm-hmm. it's very quick. It's really important to do to make sure everything looks good. Does it hurt at all? Um, I mean, it can give you a little bit of cramping, oh, Okay, but yeah. it's, it's usually pretty quick bounce back. Mm. Yeah. And some people actually get pregnant after they do that because they kind of feel like it kind of flushes everything out. That's fucking bizarre. Right? Yeah. yeah it happens. We have wow. patients get pregnant after that test. Interesting. So um, those are things with, you know, ovulating problems, male factor. We talked a little bit about IVF earlier. Um, that's kind of like your next go to intro in vitro fertilization. In vitro fertilization. So you're doing the fertilization outside. Oh, and then putting it in. Yeah. Got it. So usually what they've been doing more recently is <clears throat> they'll do, like we talked about earlier, they take the eggs out. If you're not freezing your eggs, they're going to inseminate the eggs. And they'll either do it with the drop of sperm on there or they'll inject the sperm into the egg. Mm-hmm. The following day, you'll find out like how many of those eggs that were fertilized actually fertilized normally. Uh-huh. So what happens is... Do they just do as many as they can? or Yeah. So what they'll do is they will inject usually all of the mature eggs. Uh-huh. And sometimes they'll even do the immature eggs just to see what happens. Got it. Because you just... We hope that it'll take, right? It's crazy. Like, you don't... There's like... It's science, but it's not. Like... Well, like, well, we'll see. We've done this thousands <laughs> of thousands yeah, of times. Because it's things crazy. can look, you can look good, like textbook, like. Yeah. But and just, it not work. Yeah. Which happens a lot. Yeah. So if you're a woman out there that you're like, oh, I'm going through all these tests. They're doing good. I'm still not getting pregnant. Like. It and happens. You, yeah. Like, and if you need to do IVF, please keep in mind that you might have to do more than one cycle. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of people, you have a lot of repeated customers. Yeah, right? yeah. we do. Because, okay, so for example, let's say, okay, let's say that we got, let's say that we got 16 eggs. Mm-hmm. And out of those 16 eggs, 12 were fertilized. 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 <laughs> they fertilized. And you know yeah. how they know? It's pretty cool. Ew. So they will look at the the egg the next day. And if it has two it pronuclei, has 
then they know it it happened because that's two the, pro nuclei yeah two nuclei? pn nuclei so it's from the one is from the sperm and one's from the egg and then those nuclei come together it. yeah they'll be like i this. wonder is that the brain coming together uh, no that's just like the start of, oh duh yeah that's just that like so the, stupid of me <laughs> yeah it's okay it's a zy- it's becoming a zygote. Yeah, a zygote. Yeah. Ew, not me telling you what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so as you guys can see, I'm actually a big science nerd. Yeah, he is. Um, but yeah, I don't know nearly as much as you. But and then they usually will wait about five to seven. Seven days is pushing it, but five seven, to seven days, seven days. <laughs> in the ring <laughs> to see if they develop into blastocysts, which is an embryo, mm-hmm. and then they'll grade them. So, okay, let's say out of those 12 that fertilized. 12 fertilized. Got it. Maybe if we get lucky, depending on how old you are mm-hmm. and the quality of your sperm and the eggs, eggs. let's, this is being on a good day. Mm-hmm. You got eight that became yeah, blastocysts. Yeah, because you have, a lot of times you say like they had two or three. It just depends on how many we start with. Yeah. Um. So they do grading. So uh-huh. they kind of look at the blastocysts and they're like, ooh, this one's a 5AA top notch Mm -hmm. this one's a three cb and the grades mean different things yeah so but the grades are literally just looking at the outside got it okay i'm judging this book by its cover it's a good system to use yeah for what they're doing yeah Yeah. but you can get even further and you could do pgt testing which is pre-implantation genetic testing Mm -hmm. so what they do is is the that day five or day six They'll take a little slice of some cells from the embryo. I hate that. And then they'll submit that to this lab. And the lab will tell you if that embryo, and this is a screening tool, so it's not 100% accurate, but right. it's it's a good tool. They'll tell you if that embryo is, is a euploid, which means chromosomally normal. That's fucking nuts that they can do it that early. Yeah. Holy fucking shit. And if it's not, they'll tell you, they usually can tell you what's wrong with it. If it's aneuploid, like, oh, it's, it's trisomy 21 or it's got too many too not enough chromosomes. Um, or it's a mosaic, which means. And if like the chromosomes aren't matching up properly, that's a miscarriage, right? Like that would potentially be, but they actually do a program where they can test though they can transfer them because again it's not 100 percent. right you're right yeah so there's other technology that's coming up right now mm-hmm. where they're actually retesting with other ways and they're finding that some of them are actually normal mm-hmm. but that's a whole like this is brand new yeah yeah so cutting edge tech cutting edge yeah so anyway so then they'll tell you how many and they'll also tell you the sex of the embryo that's fucking nuts yeah so that's PGT testing. That's something you can do as a another way of making sure you know like what you want to transfer, normal mm-hmm. or abnormal. Not everybody does it. It's not required, um, but it's definitely very popular. Um, so like if that's what you do, then you end up freezing your embryos because the, the window for you to transfer that embryo has passed. It, there's a very fine window. Oh. And you have to like medicate yourself preparing for that. You have to like trick your body into thinking it's pregnant, no? Pretty much. Kind of. Yeah. So then there's, then you'll do like a frozen embryo transfer cycle. Mm -hmm. And that's something. Implementing the embryo in the uterus. Yeah. You're transferring the frozen embryo. Got it. Does it thaw? They will thaw the embryo first. So you could say you're really cooking it in your oven. Well, you kind of just thaw it. (laughs) You have to thaw. You're going to put it in the oven. 
You're gonna yeah, put yeah. Gonna <laughs> but in the oven. So, so yeah. So that's kind of how that works. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like let's say let's say that people are either their age is really up there. Mm-hmm. They find out that they so have like 35, 40. I'm no, I'm talking like 45 and older, maybe. Yeah. Um, or like let's say you found out that either you or your partner are carriers mm-hmm. for like a disorder mm. or something detrimental like like you both carry the trait or something. Well, there's other testing for that too. Mm-hmm. But like, let's just say that something doesn't, it's not working out. Like, or let's say your partner, you didn't know that they don't have any sperm. Oh, okay. This happens too. So if mm-hmm. you're like open to donors, you could do donor sperm or donor egg. Yeah. But you have to be like mentally okay with that because some people are, yeah. some people do have an issue with like, no, I want it to be my blood. Yeah. I want it to be my child or like to them, that's, that's just what they think. I mean, that's the whole reason to go into IVF. Cause if you didn't care about that, you just adopt in my opinion. Yeah. Right? Or you could do foster care like yeah. my sisters. Yeah. Which is God sense work. Yeah. yeah. So it's not easy, but it's yeah. something you can do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's there's a lot of different things out there. As you guys now know, there's so many things that can go wrong. Yeah, and it's not it's not your fault. Like no. and it the only thing you can do is go to therapy and talk about it, but like and it's like such a hard thorn. I want people to be more understanding that are not going through it. Yeah, you're right. Because the awareness, the conscious yes. awareness of, of and the thing is, it, that also comes from people who are struggling with it. Because if we don't talk about it more, yeah, we're not going to... Because it's a thorn, it's hard yeah. for them, yeah. But if you're strong enough, <clears throat> you know, be that person, I guess. It's just like want. it's just like miscarriage awareness. There's some women who have to go through this because they have re- recurrent pregnancy loss. Yeah. They have so many miscarriages or like their uterus is not like capable yep. to create the lining you need to become pregnant or Mm -hmm. you have so many miscarriages unexplained or you come to find out why you're having the miscarriages oh my husband has like a translocation in his dna like there's so many things Things that could go jeez you guys there's so many things that's why i'm telling you please don't struggle with it for years i literally have met people before i even went into this line of work yeah who try for like fucking like five to ten years yeah and then it's like you're now in your mid mid to late 30s. And now it's going to be harder. And and I get it. Some people don't want to go into it because they're like, let me just keep trying. Or maybe they they're maybe they were both not on the same page to get pregnant. Mm-hmm. And now they are and now it's like now the clock is you're on the fucking the clock is ticking. Right. You know, and <laughs> you're feeling it. Yeah. And that's why I'm saying like let's say if you're I mean, maybe you're like, you know, you want to have kids, but you're not there yet. Maybe just go figure, you know, like do an ovarian reserve test or something. Yeah. I actually did it. Yeah. I did it. Um, you said you were fine though. Yeah. I did it when I got divorced or when I got separated oh, I didn't because know. I was like, I know I want to have more kids down the road, oh, but like, okay. let me like see where I'm at. Cause if I should freeze my eggs, then maybe I needed to. Yeah. Cause I didn't like, but no one knows about that. That's, shit. that's, that's insane. not common knowledge. Yeah. Like... And, and if you, like I said, if you're like, I'm I'm at a good place in my life where I don't need a partner, but I know I want to be a mom and I'm okay with being a single mom. Do it, bitch. Fucking do it. Yeah. There's a lot of options out there, guys. And it the thing that doesn't bother me is that it's not 
like not it's not cost of like it's expensive it's crazy expensive um and there's a lot of legislature that's been happening and like they're passing of bills and they're really pushing for congress to make infertility treatment covered under insurance like if your insurance covers obstetrics care like pregnancy care that it should also cover care to help you get pregnant so there's also people trying to get rid of IVF but yeah, in other states. And that's the thing is like we need if you're feeling passionate about it, like write to your local government. Like curse them the fuck look, out. It works. <laughs> look no, into, it works. David was on the New York Times. I would I yeah, it no, it really does work. It does work. It does work. Call write, them, write fucking email them, your fucking congressmen, your senators. Yeah. It's it's just yeah. I feel like it's it's just like mental health. Like it's a, mm-hmm. it's a problem. Yeah. Infertility is a problem. It is. And yeah. If it's a problem. A diagnosis. You, a problem. Yeah. It is. It should be treated as such. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. It's, like a disease. It, it, yeah. It's not fair. It's not a disease, but. Well, you should be able. That's like if you have diabetes. Yeah. Think about it. Maybe you shouldn't be charged a thousand dollars a dose for fucking bullshit. So if you have diabetes, that's because your pancreas isn't doing what it's supposed to do. And even so, people that can't have pregnant don't do anything to contribute to that. People with diabetes usually contribute to it. <laughs> like, you get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, like it's crazy. Like, if you're not taking care you of yourself. You need to take care of yourself. Women that can't have kids or men that don't have good sperm, like, they didn't really do a lot of the times, right? So, if times. you have ever had STDs and you don't get them taken care of, I had a... I can't relate. Oh, my God, you guys. Like, um... Not chlamydia. Gonorrhea. I think it's gonorrhea. Those are both really easy to get rid of. Um, But if you've never been, like, let's say you're just living your life without treating it. How do you know? It can cause pelvic inflammatory disease and then it can make you infertile. How do you not treat it? Isn't it gross? What if you're a teenager and you don't know who to go to? (gasps) See? I've had a patient before. And that's all because... Who had scarring all in her shit, and that's why she couldn't get pregnant. And the only option was IVF. She had scar. Her uterus was scarred. Yeah. Jesus Christ. From having STDs, young. It should happen. Like shit happens. Yeah, but like that goes to like all the bullshit of society. Yeah. All the. That's what I'm saying. We just never know. Yeah. It's not your fault, women. If you're out there, it's not your fault. We are here with you, standing strong. Please message me if you have any questions or you not sure where to go or what to do. I'm here for you. David's yeah. here for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know where to get in contact with us. Instagram at yeah. Wood and Spoon Survivors Podcast. You can even message us through Anchor. Um, Doesn't matter. But I know this is a very touchy subject. And if people yes. want us to cover other things for this, please let me know because I'm we would be happy to do another. I'm a nerd. Fucking, we're both nerds this. about this shit. Like, yeah. I love talking about this stuff. So. Yeah. So, yeah. please let us know. We're here for you. And if I if I offended anybody, I apologize. But I think if I offended you, okay. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, you know, no, don't obviously. come for me. No. <laughs> no, but like at the end of the day, we're here for you guys. Yeah. Um, this is all a journey. Yes. And we're here to help. A huge journey. Yeah. So, But don't be alone. There's no reason for it. No reason. We're here for you. Mm-hmm. All right, y'all. Well, until next time. See you guys. Until long. Until long. Ciao.